everybody. Welcome to Season 2 of Ryan Cinematic Obsessions. This season we are going to be talking about film noir. What is film noir, do you ask? Don't worry. Before we start diving into films, I'm going to take some time to give you an idea of what film noir is. First things first, I am by no means an expert on the subject. I am still a student in it myself. Don't think of me as a teacher, but more of a tutor. What comes to your mind when you hear the term film noir? Private detectives? Dark shadows? Streetlight shining through the fog? Murder? That's what a lot of people think of when they hear that term. A quick search on Wikipedia says that film noir is French for black film, literal or dark film, closer in meaning, and it was first applied to Hollywood films by French critic Nino Frank in 1946. It is a cinematic term used primarily to describe stylish Hollywood crime dramas, mainly those that emphasize cynical attitudes and motivations. The 1940s and 50s are considered generally the classic period of American film noir, which has its roots in German expressionist cinematography with low-key black-and-white visual styles. The Annenberg Lerner American Cinema article under Film Noir says, These cynical and pessimistic films from the 1930s, 40s, and I personally would say 50s, touched a nerve in Americans. Historians link the genre's overriding paranoia to Cold War-related angst over the nuclear threat in the Hollywood blacklist. In addition, a cinematographer demonstrates the creation of noir lighting, which gave films their peculiar look and emphasized the themes of corruption and urban decay. When it comes to film noir, there is no definitive definition, which can be really annoying because if you go online and you just Google what is film noir, most likely you're going to see a bunch of different answers of what exactly it is and what exactly makes a film a noir. But since there's no definition, we can only look towards the elements and the characteristics that some of these movies have. The NFI, the Nashville Film Institute, gives examples of elements and characteristics. Themes and styles of film noir were often pessimistic. The movies took inspiration from the plots of cheap, pulp fiction crime novels. Following features mark the gloomy atmosphere of film noirs. Mistrust. Fear. Bleakness. Guilt. Misery. Cynical. Paranoia. Sexuality. Insecure ominous sense of loss, disillusionment, and some more are crime, violence, misogyny, greed, anxiety, struggle for survival. These are features that sketch the character of the anti-hero protagonist who personified the social evils with layers of immorality and injustice. However, surrounded by all these conventions, film noir hardly had an happy or optimistic ending. On the other hand, 
women of film noir were either dutiful, reliable, loving, or femme fatales. Creepy, fake, double-crossing, attractive, unloving, crafty, tough, sweet, untrustworthy, erratic, manipulative, hopeless. In a nutshell, film noir has the following features. A femme fatale, an anti-hero protagonist, corrupt characters, and villains who are detectives, cops, gangsters, sociopath, a lone wolf, a crook, a war veteran, a petty criminal, a murderer, a politician, Now that we've gone through all that, all that mumbo jumbo and all that stuff about elements and everything, I just want to finish this little summing up of what film noir is by saying what Eddie Moeller's Film Noir Foundation, what they sum it up as. So they say, what is noir? Film noir is one of Hollywood's only organic artistic movements. Beginning in the early 1940s, numerous screenplays inspired by hard-boiled American crime fiction were brought to the screen, primarily by European directors who shared a certain storytelling sensibility, highly stylized, overly theatrical, with imagery often drawn from the earlier era of German Expressionist cinema. Fritz Lang, Robert Siodemak, Billy Wilder, Otto Preminger, among others, were among this Hollywood vanguard. During and immediately following World War II, movie audiences responded to this fresh, vivid, adult-oriented type of film, as did many writers, directors, cameramen, and actors eager to bring more mature worldviews to the Hollywood product. Largely fueled by the financial and artistic success of Billy Wilder's adaptation of James M. Cain's novella Double Indemnity in 1944, the studios began cranking out crime thrillers and murder dramas with a particularly dark and venomous view of existence. In 1946, a Paris retrospective of American films embargoed during the war clearly revealed this trend towards darker, more cynical crime melodramas. It was noted by several critics who christened this new type of Hollywood product as film noir. Few, if any, of the artists in Hollywood who made these films called them noir at the time. But the vivid co-mingling of lost innocence, doomed romanticism, hard-edged cynicism, desperate desire, and shadowy sexuality that was unleashed in post-war years proved hugely influential both among industry peers in the original era and to future generation of filmmakers, both literary and cinematic. To this day, the debate still goes on whether noir is a film genre circumscribed by its content or a style of storytelling identified by its visual attributes. This debate, in which there is no right answer, and it's not having that right answer that keeps it fresh for generations of movie lovers to come.
can't tell you guys how thankful I am to be done with all that reading and definition explaining of all the experts because now I could actually go into my faux noir story. Um, I have always loved film noir to a certain degree. I've always loved a bunch of the acclaimed and mainstream noirs. But over the past two years, I have been digging and digging and digging into all those obscure B-pictures, B-noirs, and all those ones that you could barely even watch because the quality is just so bad. So I guess now I could go back to what is my early visual memories of watching noir. So some people can consider it noir. Some people don't. I don't know where I fall into it. It's not officially considered noir, but it has a bunch of, it has some characteristics of a film noir. And that would be Casablanca. Me saying this alone is controversial. There's going to be many controversial opinions whenever I'm doing this series because of how controversial certain labeling certain movies as noir can be. Um, and just right off the bat, I will tell you why I think it's film noir. Um, it has the cinematography. It has the wartime kind of setting. It has the person who's disillusioned with his own country. It has that cynicism, you know, in the Rick Blaine character. That sense of loss that he has. The dis I already mentioned disillusionment. Kind of that mistrust of people. It has... I mean, I guess you... Bergman in it is not really necessarily a femme fatale, but she brings up all that history in Rick of, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, she is untrustworthy to Rick to an extent. I wouldn't necessarily go down that route, but there's a bunch of movies that are film noirs that have the same kind of things that are widely considered film noirs, but um, are, but Casablanca is not considered one. It's more considered like a, a romance drama. But I will say to me, it's a film noir. So much so that there is a bunch of film noirs that came out around the same time and after Casablanca that were trying to like capitalize on that success. Um, off the top of my head, the one I could think of is the film um, Singapore with Fred McMurray and Ava Gardner that essentially has the same plot to an extent as Casablanca. And it's considered film noir, but Casablanca isn't considered film noir because I guess I haven't really seen a lot of people mention that. But yes, I personally do consider... Casablanca film noir. So, obviously, I saw Casablanca at an early age. I guess the biggest thing was my first introduction to film noir was Home Alone. And you're like, what? Home Alone has that little short film in it that Kevin watches. Um, 
what is it? The angel angels with filthier souls or filthy souls. And it has that, that little film that he watches. That was my introduction to film noir. And then I had, um, I had watched some homages to film noir, obviously who framed Roger Rabbit, which is considered neo noir. You know, neo noir is basically the noir that came after the golden age of noir. Um, mainly in the 70s and onward that kind of took the conventions of a film noir and flipped them on its head, updated it, that kind of thing. There's, I mean, some people are listening to this be like, man, he just glossed over neo-noir. He did not give a good explanation. Okay, well, that's we're talking about film noir here. So, And then, you know, as I got older, I started watching films like Double Indemnity, Maltese Falcon, then I started watching more neo-noir. So I've always been big into noirs, but it hasn't been until about two, maybe three years ago when I started just really getting into it. And I would say more so in the past six months, I have um, like every every Sunday morning when I wake up, I watch Noir Alley with Eddie Moeller on TCM. I have purchased probably like 50 B Noirs over the past six months. I have read Eddie Muller's book that kind of describes different types of film noirs and it kind of um, just really explains everything and it goes, it does it in kind of like a narrative fashion as if the reader is somebody going into this town. So you see, you go to the hospital. So then he talks about all the, mental hospital kind of noirs and the medical noirs. Then you go across the street to the bars and it's all like those kind. And then um, poverty row. And then he talks about all the B noirs. And so I've really been big into those. And so I actually wanted to start the podcast initially just to talk about noirs, but um, I was limiting myself. So in the past month or so, I've been dealing with pretty bad illness and lost my voice for a while. And that's part of the reason why there was a hiatus of this podcast. And finally, I was like, you know what? I screwed up all my 30 days till Halloween podcast plans doing horror movies. But everybody's doing horror movies now. Noir is it is the perfect time to start it. So my goal for this season however long it goes, I'm going to start, maybe do one or two videos about some of the big big noirs. You know, the ones that everybody talks about. But I want to introduce you to tons that you have never heard of. And guess what? A lot of these you could actually watch on YouTube or any of the streaming services, even the free ones. Some of them, the quality won't be as good, but I promise you, I'm not going to recommend something that isn't going to be entertaining and I'll give some backstory. I'll do the intro. We will talk about these movies and I will give you the links to them. Um, so that is going to be my introduction to film noir for you guys. I know it was a lot of information from the start. I typically do not like doing that whole reading, um, a bunch of stuff, but I really wanted to get all the information to you so you could have it in your head to where, because I'm going to reference those, a lot of those characteristics 
from you know this point forward. So don't worry, not every episode is going to be me reading a bunch of stuff. Um, slightly embarrassed myself that I even did that, but I really wanted to give you guys all the information that I could in a podcast just to start out. So thank you guys so much for listening to that. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I hope you guys continue to enjoy it. Be sure to share it around. Be sure to follow me on YouTube, on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for once again, and I will talk to you in the next one.